Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Welcome to episode 7 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the 4-Ride Radio Network. It's time to catch them all with your host, I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Lieutenant Surge. And I'm Doug, also known as Doug Watson, and I'm Team Erica. I had a feeling you were going to go with Erica. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, I, I just had like this feeling inside of me. <laughs> when you said what we were doing, I was like, I don't know if I have much of a connection to any of these gym leaders. And then I remembered that she's awesome and her Pokemon are awesome and she's grass and that's the best. Nice. <laughs> to listen to the show, you can find us on foureyedradio.com. Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace. Seriously, RJ, we're waiting for you. <laughs> Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guy, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. We are back. Woo! We did it. It is just after Christmas. Um, We're recording this December 27th, so this episode is coming out on December 28th. So guess what Kyle's not doing tonight? Sleep. Sleep. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'll sleep. I don't edit that much. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, this is why I'm canceling my other podcast. Uh, but no, so uh, before we get into all the Pokemon uh, news uh, stuff and everything, Doug, how was your Christmas? Uh, it was uneventful. <laughs> I uh, I drew the the straw at work, which means I had to stay here and hold the duty phone for all of Christmas. So I oh, just got fun. to hang out in my apartment and do whatever. And it wasn't bad. It was relaxing. It just wasn't very Christmassy. <laughs> How about you? Did you get any presents? I got two things so far. Since I live six hours away from people mm-hmm. um, and everything was shut down, I think I have some packages that are waiting for me, some packages that aren't here yet, um, okay. and all that sort of stuff. So got a couple things, nothing Pokemon related, so I'll probably have to uh, go treat myself to some Pokemon <laughs> Christmas gifts, and maybe mm-hmm. I'll get something for listeners as well. Maybe we'll do nice. a contest. Um, we'll definitely do a contest. I'm going to commit to it right now. I'll, I'll, I'll make a contest happen in 2017. Sounds uh, good. So let's see for that. Nice. What about you? How was your Christmas? Well, mine was good. Um, Hung out with the uh, Weiss family throughout the whole thing. Uh, went and saw the new Star Wars movie on Sunday, Christmas Day. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, such a great movie. It's not my favorite Star Wars movie. It's really, really good. It is. Uh, and, of course, recent events just make it even sadder, oh, unfortunately. What a so bummer sad. of a day. <laughs> yes. But um, overall, it was good. I didn't get any Pokemon items either. Uh, I got a lot of flannel shirts. <laughs> which I've That's been eating. So, yes, uh, I, I'm trying to be more like my favorite property brother. <laughs> I don't know which one that is, but I know that they both look alike. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, Jonathan, the contractor one. 
Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so that he's my favorite. He always wears flannel, and I'm like, you know what? I need some more flannel in my life. So I got some flannel. Um, I got a Deadpool onesie. That was awesome. <laughs> that was amazing. That picture of you and your wife in your onesies. So good. Yes. Uh, we got it from her parents. Uh, she got the pink Power Ranger. I got Deadpool, and then her brother and uh, his fiance. He got a Wookie. and uh, she got a kitty cat. So it it was all uh, diversified. Yeah, onesie family. (laughs) Yes, yes. Onesie big happy family. Uh... (laughs) Uh, See what I did there? Yeah, it was good. Um, I did actually also get a $50 Toys R Us gift card. Nice. So I'm going to try and save it until February 3rd when the Sun and Moon cards come out. Oh, that'll be awesome. And, and just waste $50 on that? Absolutely. So we'll see how that goes. Money spent um, on Pokemon cards is not money wasted. Exactly. And it'll make a nice little dent in my <laughs> new Pokemon collection, which reminds me, I gotta get another binder for all of that. <laughs> I still have to fill my binder. I just have, like, these stacks that are not organized yet, and I need to get on that. <laughs> mm. Oh, but Christmas Day, uh, my wife and uh, my roommate and her sister, we all went uh, Pokemon hunting at the park. Ooh. Because <laughs> there's you can do that literally nothing else to do. When you don't live in Chicago, it's freezing, and your phone yeah. dies. Not that that's happening to me every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have the iPhone? I do. I've uh, been hearing that the iPhone's been having a little bit of trouble with, uh, like, it jumped from, like, 50 to, like, 1% or something like that. It is crazy. I'll go outside, and I'll have maybe, like, 65%, which, mm-hmm. you know, on a day in the summer or literally anywhere outside of, you know, north of wherever, uh, is, like, totally fine, and you're good for a mm-hmm. long time. But I go outside today or any other day in the winter at 65%, and then it jumps down to 45% almost instantaneously, and then I've really only got 5% left because once it hits 40, that thing is dead. <laughs> so weird and I hate it. Yeah, I've been hearing like, some I've been hearing things like the latest update or something like that with iPhones been doing that. It's terrible. I don't understand. I hope they can fix it with an update. That'd be great. That's why I have a Google Pixel. Oh, and we'll talk about, you know, Pokémon Go on Apple Watch, but it's been pretty much perfect timing because my phone constantly dies mm-hmm. and I can at least still record distance. So nice. that's but nice. But, I did actually uh, anyway. catch an Onyx finally. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was, I actually really got to use the tracking system on the uh, Pokemon Go app because I haven't really had a chance to do it and it said it was near a Pokestop. So I'm like, okay, let me check this out. So I click on the Pokemon. I click on the Pokemon, you click on the, like, the three paw prints it has, mm-hmm. it'll tell you where that Pokestop is, and then it just tells you it's around that area. And I'm like, and I was hoping like the paw prints would change for it, but it doesn't yet, so... It's kind of nice, though. So, like, it, it, it shows like a little beacon above that Pokestop. Yeah. You know if you're walking in the right direction. So, it's nice, again, we, you know, we've, we've said this a bajillion times, it's really mm-hmm. nice if you have a lot of Pokestops around, um... But they, you know, so, so it worked out for you, though? Like, it was, you finally yeah. had a chance to play with it? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, it was cool. I like how, like, if you're not near any Pokestops, though, it'll just tell you what's nearby you. Oh, okay. So it's um, stuff still so like, pops up. 
Yes. Uh, it'll say, like, this is in the grass area. You just have to go looking for it. It won't tell you, like, where it is. Okay. But it'll just tell you it's somewhere nearby. And then there's still Pokemon that don't even show up in the nearby thing, and it's literally two feet away from you. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. So, it's still got some time to go. But I got to say, though, with everything that's been going on with Pokemon Go, I'm not leaving it anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they've done a lot. I, I don't know you know, how much they're going to continue to do if they're going to do it with this frequency, but at least during holiday, the holiday season, mm-hmm. they're cranking out all sorts of promotions and stuff. So hopefully they keep that pace up. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the Johto babies are hatching from eggs now, which is oh. exciting. <laughs> Remember, I don't know, three weeks ago or two weeks ago or whatever it was when we were recording... And I was like, I just want all of Gen 2. And we're recording the day before this announcement, and it's probably only going to be a handful. And if it is, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> well, it is only a handful. <laughs> and it, it's still cool. It's just not all of them. And I haven't gotten any yet, which is sad. Well, if it makes you feel better, I haven't gotten any either. But a lot, someone has gotten them, and they keep putting them into like a gym that I can see from my house. <laughs> so, like, I'll go to, like, the gym, and I'll see... So far, I've seen, like, Magby. I've seen Pichu. I've seen Igglybuff. I've seen Elekid. And I'm super jealous of that Elekid, because I love Elekid. I know. I just want a Magby and an Elekid so bad. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pulling up the app right now, just because I want to see what's going on, because we're talking about it, and I don't want to decide on anything. <laughs> but well, it's I got an interesting... Awkward. <laughs> what? It's an interesting way for them to... Uh to introduce a new generation because it's Mm -hmm. one, they didn't really, they didn't really give a whole lot of information, right? They just kind of said, if you were looking uh, on their Twitter or their, their website or something like, Hey, new Pokemon have appeared. I don't think game announcement was there, was there like a, a little pop-up or anything? There might've been, but if there was, I don't remember it. So it's funny. The, the folks that I I've mentioned that are sort of, just casually into Pokemon Go, but never played a Pokemon game before. Mm-hmm. Thing that I hatched. What is like? Where did that come from? And I'm like, oh well. <laughs> let me explain. <laughs> yeah, because um, I mean, like everyone knows the pre-evolute. At least knows what they evolve into. Right. And everyone knows Togepi. Ah, Togepi. Because if you don't know who Togepi is, then I'm sorry, but I'm taking away your Pokemon card. <laughs> it's plain and simple. Like, Misty had that during uh, Gen 1 anime, so. <laughs> That's true. For I guess if you never watched or played Pokemon, like, whatever, you know, you're getting into it now. But it's true. Exactly. Like, if you're somebody who's like, only the 150 count, and I used to watch that show all the time, then yeah, I guess you should know who Togepi is. That was like yeah. a momentous occasion in the show. Yeah. I remember that very vividly. Even thought Togepi was Gen 1. Yeah, because it was just there with them the whole time. Not mm-hmm. the whole time, but like it was there all the time once it, once it hatched. Yeah. So. Yeah. So as of right now, you can only get Pichu, Igglybuff, Cleffa, Togepi, and you can evolve your Togepi into Togetic. And then you can also get uh, Smoochum, Elekid, and Magby. I didn't even think about the Togetic thing. That's cool that you can do that. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense because it would have been pretty weird for them to give you something that evolves, but you couldn't evolve it yet. Yeah. You know, there are some circumstances where it makes sense because 
every evolution of something from the first generation, but that's mm-hmm. cool that you can get a, a toga tick. That's going to blow some of my friends' minds. <laughs> but unfortunately, though, Pikachu does not change uh, the does not change its candy to like Pichu candy or Igglybuff candy or Clefa yeah. candy, which I've noticed. But uh, one baby Pokemon that they kind of did leave out, and I don't know if some people count this as a baby Pokemon or not, I kind of do, is Tyrogue, the pre-evolution of Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Yeah. I was wondering if they were going to include that. I guess they haven't, though, you said? No, not yet. Hmm. In there. They should have that in there. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um... I have not gotten any of them yet. I may actually have an egg that's got it, but I'm just waiting for a few more uh, uh, incubators, Not thanks to the uh, new event that's going on right now between December 25th and January 3rd. Uh, you get a single-use incubator for the first Pokestop of the day that you hit. Which is pretty cool. I mean, even though mm-hmm. they're, they're single-use, like you're just getting free incubators, which is awesome. Exactly. <laughs> So you, if, like, say, you've got, like, a ton of eggs and you just need to hatch them all, well, you just get all the incubators that you can for each day, put them onto all your eggs, start walking, and then you'll have a fresh slate, uh, slate for brand new eggs. That's exactly what I did. I got rid mm-hmm. of all... Well, I, I hatched all my eggs, and I'm just waiting <laughs> to get a new egg. Because another part of the promotion is that you should have an increased chance of finding eggs that will hatch into the Johto babies. Mm-hmm. I just don't have any eggs yet, so I'm waiting. <laughs> but I'm excited now, because I have nine spots open now. Nice. Now, have you caught the uh, Santa Hat Pikachu? I have. I've caught, I think, three Santa Hat Pikachus now, um, but I don't have enough Pikachu candy to evolve one of my Santa Hat Pikachu yet. Uh-huh. I do not have a Santa Hat Raichu, but mm-hmm. I'm very excited that you can. Yes. And I'm excited the fact that after the event, it will still keep its Santa hat. <laughs> do you think that they will continue to do different versions of Pikachu? I have a feeling that they will. Like, maybe next year for Halloween, there'll be, like, a pumpkin head Pikachu. I think that'd be um, cool. I would love to see a green Pikachu for uh, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Just putting that out there. That would be so weird, and I would love it, and I need it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That'd be really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, from December 30th to January 8th, I just found out about this. I don't know when this was announced, but increased Kanto starter line appearance. Yeah, so, so I don't know. Better... Yeah, you'll have a better chance of finding Kanto starters. But what I don't know is will all of them increase for all areas? Or if I only ever see Squirtle in the wild... Am I just going to see even more Squirtle in the wild? I'd like to think that since, you know, the Pika- now the Santa Hat Pikachu, I've been seeing a lot more of than actual Pikachu. I'd yeah. like to think maybe that they're just going to increase the Kanto, like, all of them throughout, like how they did the Halloween event with the Gastlys and the Cubones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so, because I really need to evolve some of those things. So, yeah, um, I'm super close to getting... Uh, Venusaur. I'm halfway to getting a a Blastoise. And I've only ever caught one Charmander. Yeah, I I almost never see Charmander, but we have 
Squirtle out the wazoo lately. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think it's because we have a huge sledding hill in our downtown area and mm-hmm. a bunch of Squirtle just decided to come hang out and sled on their shells down the hill. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and that's why we have that's a bunch awesome. of Squirtle. In any case, nice. there are Squirtle everywhere for some hmm. reason. I hope that some of them will magically transform into Bulbasaur and Charmander during this event. Um, also, your lure modules will last 60 minutes instead of 30. Yeah. And they basically just said, you know, we're doing this so that you'll find even more starter Pokemon. No, which... you'll just find even more Pidges and Ratatatas. <laughs> I know, right? I, I feel like uh, th- those things never seem to work for me, the lure modules and the incense. I tweeted about this. I was sitting in a Starbucks, like literally inside the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And... When I first set off the lure module, like nothing cool was appearing. It was just a bunch more of the same stuff. And then my little avatar just like floated away from the Starbucks. <laughs> and I couldn't even I couldn't even check into the Pokestop that I put a lure module onto. It was weird. Hmm. So weird. I had terrible luck with those things. Hmm. And as of right now, from December twenty fifth to December thirtieth. You, there are three special boxes. Well, one special. Uh, there's the special gift <laughs> box, which contains ten great balls and two egg incubators, which goes for 250 Pokecoins. There's the great box, which contains 20 great balls, two incense, and four egg incubators, which is going for 550. About that one. And then there is the Ultra Box, which contains 25 incense. Holy crud. Six <laughs> egg incubators and 20 Ultra Balls, which is going for 1,500. And to give you an idea for that, um, 1,500, uh, you can get 1,200 Pokecoins for 9.99 in the app, so you would have to buy that. Mm-hmm. And then you could either do the 100 Pokecoins three times, or at that point, I would just do 550 to just get a little bit extra. Yeah. But yeah, so... Wow. <laughs> I had a bunch of leftover coins from a thing we did at work. We did, mm-hmm. like, a Pokemon Go promotion thing at work. Oh, cool. uh, and the only way to really do that is for somebody to buy stuff on their phone. So I nah. did it, and I had a bunch of stuff left over. So I was like, well, I have enough to get one of these boxes. So I got the great box, and it's fine. I mean, it's just stuff you already have. Um, and then they're going to do another wave of different boxes a week from now or something. So maybe I'll get one of those, too. Nice, yeah. So. Uh, this one will be the bronze, silver, and gold. Um, I think that might be a little bit of a hint of silver, gold. I, I feel like they should have done silver, gold, and crystal, in my uh, opinion. That would have been too good to be true. That would, know, been so that would have been perfect. But <laughs> um, And last bit of Pokemon Go news, and I'm going to let you take this one over, is it is now on the Apple Watch. Yes! It is finally, finally on the Apple Watch. Um, so I pretty much immediately downloaded it because I happened to be on Twitter when they tweeted about it. Um, and so I downloaded it right away. Uh, I wasn't able to like use it immediately cause I was stuck sitting somewhere. So I was like, I'm just going to download it like inconspicuously and hope that nobody notices I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> so I got it and then I've been using it very frequently since I downloaded it. And it, the first day I had it, um, it was working great. 
basically what it allows you to do is a couple things. I can pull it up so that I'm not forgetting stuff. Um, but you kind of have like a couple things, not a whole lot. It's not the full app, obviously, but mm-hmm. it'll track your distance. Um, and then it has a couple different screens that will show you what's happening. So it has like a little widget essentially that shows you what progress you've made with your buddy. So how far you are from walking to another candy with your buddy. Um, It'll show you nearby Pokemon on a little widget kind of thing. Um, And then it has a separate screen just for your eggs and it'll show you how, how far you have on those eggs. And that stuff all works really, really well. It updates pretty quickly. It seems really accurate. It's way more accurate than the phone because it's a GPS watch. Um, And so that's really nice. Um, And I've hatched stuff at a way, way, way faster rate um, using the Apple Watch app than I do with my phone. And it's nice being Mm -hmm. so cold out that I don't have to have my hands out of my pockets or I can just wear gloves with my phone (laughs) in my pocket or something. Um, And the Apple Watch doesn't die as quickly as the phone, so that's nice. There are a couple things, though, that they need to either fix or change. Um, Mine doesn't pick up Pokestops very well. What you should be able to do on the app is check into Pokestops or like disk spin as they call it um, because it'll like, it'll notify you Mm -hmm. when you pass one. Um, But mine doesn't do it very frequently. And so I have to just know when I'm near one um, which I usually do because like you just start to memorize which ones are close by. Um, but then I do have to pull out my phone. The other thing is um, if you get a notification about a Pokemon, um, you still have to pull your phone out to catch it. I don't think there's a way to do it on your watch. Uh, if so, I'm an idiot um, and just haven't figured it out. Um, and then this is totally like a first world problem of <laughs> the Pokemon Go universe. But when you're in a highly populated area, and there are a lot of Pokemon popping up, you have to turn the notifications off because it's just like constant, like stuff popping up on your, on your watch. And then you have like 50 notifications built up on your watch that you have to go through and get rid of, which is weird. So I turned that off um, about it is every time I walk to the store, anytime I just walk across, um, you know, the block or something, Mm -hmm. I just turn the app on because I'm going to get half a kilometer or a kilometer or something like that. I only have to take like two trips to the store to hatch an egg, which is nice. So that's cool. Um, The other thing, and this is information from Brian who was on our show a couple episodes ago. Um, Brian, AKA Shukin Shinobi was saying that if you have, it's called a go plus, right? The uh, original device. Um, this is not a replacement for it. So the, the Go Plus, you can just leave on at all times, and it kind of works like a pedometer where it, has, it uses very little power and it'll just track your movement constantly. Mm-hmm. This is not a feasible replacement because your Apple Watch, it'll, like, it'll die in like six hours or so if you keep the app open. So it's not, it's not, it, it doesn't always track your steps and stuff. You have to turn it on and off. Um, but if you're somebody like me who was never going to pay for the GoPro and the, or the Go Plus in the first place, mm-hmm. um, this is perfect because I can turn it on when I want. I can turn it off when I want. Um, and I'm okay missing the steps that I take around my apartment or, or so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty cool. I like it so far. I hope that there are tweaks. What I would really love is if you could customize the interface 
so that you could say like, I want to be able to see my buddy on here. I want to be able to see the distance I walked and I want to see Pokestops or something like that. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But it's neat. I like it. I like That's it a lot. And yeah. What's funny is I don't know if they planned to release it when they did, but there was like a very weird coincidence in that like maybe three weeks ago or two weeks ago, it was falsely reported that they had canceled um, releasing Pokemon Go for the Apple Watch. Did you see this? I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. And then then they ba- like Niantic basically said, like, no, 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 no. Like, it's still coming out, and we have news very soon. And then, honestly, within a week, they released it for the Apple Watch. So hmm. I'm wondering if, uh, if some of the things that are not great, like the picking up on Pokestop things, are things that they figured, you know what, we got to release it so people know that we're actually doing it, but yeah. we got to update it pretty soon or something. Who knows? But mm-hmm. well, I, was, I like it a lot. Uh, that was like the uh, Pokemon Go app itself. Um, it came out pretty early mm-hmm. uh, compared to like, you know, and when it first came out, like there was all the bugs and all that mm-hmm. stuff going on. And I'm not talking about the Weedles and the Caterpies. <laughs> you know, it, it took them some time to finally get their going because like the tracking i mean that only lasted a week oh my gosh and then, and then it took six months like, <laughs> yeah to give it back to everybody so uh mm-hmm. so for a first version of a release like i'm i'm really into it um and so on a device yeah. that i'm i have with me all the time anyway it's not a big deal mm-hmm. and then it's not sucking life out of my phone battery too which is great yeah See, i never got the apple watch i had actually traded my iphone 5s in and gotten the Google Pixel. Mm-hmm. So hopefully maybe someday Google will have their own watch that I can do Pokemon Go with. But eh. I do wonder if they're going to, or if they're already working on versions of the watch app for other watches because there's Galaxy Gear in a bajillion different forms. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they're going to figure out a way to, to translate it to all sorts of different devices or if they basically said, like, we're developing for Apple we're working on one app and we're going to perfect that one app and yeah, you know, stinks to be the rest of you. Hopefully not. Cause it'd be cool for everyone to be able to do this, but mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. So uh, that's about it for Pokemon go news. And I guess there's quite a bit of Pokemon go news. I'm quite happy about that. I know. Keep it up. Niantic or however yeah. you say your name. Yeah. Um, we do have a little bit of anime news, but before we get into that, uh, something I think I forgot to mention last episode that uh, is doing another Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, first, there was Pikachu, and then they did Eevee, and you can kind of see the Eevee one behind me. That belongs to my wife. Um, the next one is Charmander. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, there's two versions that you can get. There's the online version, and then there's the in-store version. What's different about that? Um, uh, you get more stuff with the online version, and I'm pulling it up right now. Huh. I don't even know you could do online versions of Build-A-Bear stuff. You can. They're just not as exciting. Yeah, you don't get to see it, you know, get stuffed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you don't get to choose how stuffed you want it to be. Um, hmm. And, oh, Okay. Um, the Charmander I Choose You, uh, this online-only bundle, is an absolute must-have for any Pokemon trainer. 
With exclusive outfits and sounds, this complete set is the perfect way to make sure Charmander is ready for adventures ahead. Sounds. So, um, this the web exclusive is $61. Okay. You get Charmander uh, and a Charmander sound. Hmm. You get a Great Ball hoodie instead of a Pokeball hoodie. Okay. You get a Lucario hoodie, which is a little weird, but okay. <laughs> I would have maybe gone with like a Charizard hoodie. Charmander wears the skins of its enemies. <laughs> yes. And then a Build-A-Bear Workshop exclusive Pokemon TCG card, which is usually a reprint of an old card, and it just says Build-A-Bear on it. So, Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. That's I was thinking much- about getting one of them because we have a builder bear at the mall near me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. They're cute. And then if you go in store, you basically just get the Charmander. Um, and I think the great ball hoodie, if you want, but everything else I believe is online exclusive. Okay. Hmm. So it's not too bad. If they did all the starters, I'd probably get the three starters. I definitely want a squirtle. That's for sure. Um, I never did get the Pikachu. I would have loved to. Um, and my wife obviously got the Eevee. I was yeah. a little upset, like, because Eevee came with, like, uh, some outfits and whatnot. I'm like, why doesn't Eevee get, like, an outfit that matches at least the three st- uh, Eeveelutions? Jolteon, Vaporeon, and Flareon. Yeah, it would be cool if they had some sort of nod to their evolutions. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. So, wait and see. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So that's at least that news there. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on, but I can't think of any. So anime news, Pokemon <laughs> Generations just released their final episode, episode 18. <laughs> Why is it over? I know. And can I just say that last episode made me cry a little bit? <sighs> I cried because it was over. <laughs> <laughs> more <laughs> yes yes but it, it was a sad episode um if you've ever played pokemon x and y then you've seen the ending where you've become the league champion and then you get the parade thrown for you and then z uh or king z or whatever he's called um yz <laughs> you're asking the wrong <laughs> guy <laughs> yeah no. um, anyways um he shows up, and then you battle him, and then his uh, Floet uh, comes down. It's a really cool-looking Floet, and he's like, oh, my gosh, my Floet, you've come back to me. Well, this here gives you a better history of him mm-hmm. because I'm sure everyone here who's ever played the game, when he was giving his whole history, I'm sure you were just tapping A repeatedly so you can just continue on with the story, <laughs> um, like I did at least. So this watching this, you get a little bit better of an understanding, and there's a good chance this will be brought up in the next episode. I'll give it to that later. But So, yeah, and then at the end, his Floet shows up, and he's all sad, because his Floet finally came back to him, and it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. And then, of course, I also got upset because we never got that Floet in the game, even though its game uh, design was actually hacked and found in the game. Right, it looked cool. Really, I would love to have evolved that too. Yeah, that would have been awesome. 
Um, let's see here. Also, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon is up to Episode 8 in Japan. Uh, it took a break for the holidays. Episode 9 is next week. Uh, the, we the still next haven't gotten... Oh, go ahead. The next episode in Japan... And I don't know why this blew my mind. Maybe it's because I just haven't been paying attention. But, like, this show has been on for so freaking long. Mm-hmm. The episode 9 of Sun and Moon is the 948th episode of Pokemon. Yeah. 948. Well, like, it's going to hit 1,000 this season. Yeah. Um, Pokemon is actually celebrating its 20th anniversary next year, or 2017. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. few shows get to a thousand episodes. So few shows get to like five hundred episodes. So to yeah. do twice that is insane. Yeah. Uh, it also means that I am probably never going to catch up <laughs> <laughs> on any of it. That's nah, not true. I'm sure, you'll eventually get there. But oh my gosh, that's, I don't know why. I like anybody who's been watching the show is like, well, duh. But I just saw that and was like, holy moly. It's crazy. So I, I definitely can't <laughs> wait to see what they do for the thousandth episode. Like maybe they'll do like something special. Hopefully, bring back Serena. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what they're going to do. Uh, so Sun and Moon. Um, the it still haven't gotten any much else for here in the U.S. I think we're still on episode two because X Y Z still has four episodes left. Now, if you actually do what I do and find it somewhere else online. I'm not going to say where. I'm just going to say that's how I watch it. <laughs> um, the next two episodes actually got leaked. Um, i trying to think here. One of the uh, webs, uh, one of the uh, stores that you bought it at. <laughs> no. Basically what happened was one of the countries that shows Pokemon, their on-demand feature accidentally had the two episodes up. Someone was able to record them, and thankfully they were also in English. So those two episodes are up, so now we just got to wait like an extra week before the next two episodes after. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we still so, got a little bit of time to wait. Yes. Do they typically run right into the next series, or is there uh, is there? Your- I think lately they've just been running into the next series, and uh, with what happened with Pokemon and Pokemon Sun and Moon being, or the movie and the anime airing on Disney XD, mm-hmm. uh, be curious to see how that plays out. Well, if they don't take a break, we're looking at like a February release. I'm pretty sure. Uh, probably late uh, January, early February. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't really think Pokemon takes a break on, like, a certain other show I know that takes way too many breaks. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because who needs a summer hiatus when all the kids are on a uh, break and watching TV? No, no, no. Just take a break. I understand. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> back to Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be that'll be cool. I'm excited for that to happen. Although I just I don't know how I'm gonna watch it. Well, I'll figure out a way to watch it. I'll buy it. I'll I'll, I'll tell you how to watch it. <laughs> I'll buy it just like you are. <laughs> I, oh no, yeah, sure. Let's buy it. <laughs> You'll show me that store. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that'll be really exciting, especially because we've gotten the little teaser of uh, what it'll be like. So that'll be really cool. 
I think the only other news is just some game news. Um, and it's not a whole lot. It's a little bitty thing. So um, I don't know if anybody who listens has done the first one of these or tried to do the first one. Um, but Pokemon Sun and Moon, the games, have global missions. Um, so they basically just say, hey, entire planet, here's a thing that you can do together. And if you reach your goal, we'll give you a bunch of stuff. And that stuff, I think, is usually festival plaza coins um, and then maybe something else. Um, yeah. And the, they've only done one so far, and the other one is starting tomorrow or now. or I'm not sure. It depends on the time zone. But um, mm-hmm. the first one was awkward because they said, hey, planet, you should catch 100 million Pokemon. And if you catch 100 million Pokemon collectively, you get stuff. Um, and the planet came nowhere close at all. It was like a massive, massive fail. <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, maybe they set the bar a little too high. Um, I think if that had been a Pokemon Go goal, I don't know if 100 million would have been right, but I think it would have been higher because there's a much higher incentive in Pokemon Go to catch multiples of things yeah. um, than there See, is in the regular series game. My only problem with this is the fact that I didn't even know this first one even happened. I only so, knew about it because of the internet. I don't, since I don't connect, I didn't get any notification or no, anything. No notifications. Um, and even though internet's right there, I didn't even know either. So huh. I'm kind of like, eh, I, I feel like maybe they should have done a little bit better job with their marketing. Yeah, I don't know how they're choosing to release this info. I don't know if you just have to see it, but it should definitely, if they want to reach these goals, if they, and, and there is kind of, I think there's an incentive somehow, right? Um, you know, they got to really push it, you know, like when you, when you log on, if you're connected or when you open up your game, if you're connected, it should pop up as an option every time you choose to play your game or something. I don't know. I don't know what it actually looks like, but um, yeah, they should really, really push it. The second one is a bit more accessible as far as reaching the goal. Um, mm-hmm. Basically they said like, Hey planet, catch a million Pokemon. Um, and the reason they were able to drop the number so low is because they said, Catch a million, but do it using the island scan feature. So it's kind yeah. of their way of saying, like, it's not a whole lot, but use this feature. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a little caveat to that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, now, uh, speaking of game, obviously, uh, we have a little bit more to talk about with uh, the final island. Yeah, Kyle. It feels so good. Yes. I did it. I did the thing, and I beat the game. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I was about to be like, Doug, this is a kid's show. <laughs> no, no, I beat the game. I finally beat the game. The thing you've been Yay, telling me you for like beat a the month. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, yeah, so what would you think? Oh, it's so good. Like Overall, Sun and Moon was just a really enjoyable experience. You know, I don't know if it – there's certainly recency bias, right? Like I just played it and I just finished it. And so it's all fresh, but I also mm-hmm. do think that overall, and we'll talk about the end of it and how, how it ends, but overall it has a story, which is more than <laughs> you know some of the games have. Um, and then it also like, it has such, such a distinct and unique personality to it. You know, like they went really all in on the Alola region Mm-hmm. And I was worried that it was going to be too much, and it wasn't too much. It was perfect. It was. It's. 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 It's so unique, and it's so. Um, 
like distinct in its vibe. Everything fits into the vibe that is Alola. Uh, it's so good. So I really liked it. Um, and the story is one that, you know, wasn't super deep and it wasn't super, you know, crazy or anything like that, but, um, it was, it was fun enough to follow and it would, it'll easily translate into the anime or a movie and it could easily translate into a sequel if they really, really wanted to milk the Alola region. Like there's a lot you could do with it. So I like it overall. I, mm-hmm. I really like this and I'm really, really looking forward to the post quote post game stuff because I know I haven't done everything yet and it's not all yeah. technically post game, but, um, see myself not playing this game now that I've finished it. I see myself playing it for quite a while um, after the fact. So mm-hmm. it's good. It was really good. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, so obviously I think we should just uh, get into the discussion of the game. Um, yeah, let's do it. Continue where we left off. So obviously we had just finished the third island. Yeah, the last thing we talked about was uh, Lily getting kidnapped essentially. Pretty much, yeah. So Lily gets kidnapped. You go back to Ether Paradise. Uh, you basically just battle a bunch of people. Uh, the branch really chief, do. Faba, plenty of grunts, Guzma, Lusamine. Lots of battles going on. Um, you learn Lily and Gladian are siblings and that Lusamine is their mother. Which I guess was never stated, but... Normally, Pokemon does a pretty good job of making characters very distinct from each other. So if yeah. they look similar, there's a reason they look similar. So See, if you hadn't figured it out... <laughs> yeah. when, the first time we go to the Ether Paradise and they go, wow, she looks a lot like Lily, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so clearly they're related. The Gladian part, though, kind of threw me. I was like, oh... <laughs> okay, I did not see that one coming. That that's kind of cool. Now I think about it, though, I really should have seen it coming. Well, there's like there's little things here and there that you could connect if you wanted to, but they're not so obvious that if they weren't related, it wouldn't be like, well, that was a total misdirect. You know what I mean? So it's enough that you're like, oh, but it's not so much that mm-hmm. um, you know you're you're hit over the head with it constantly. So yeah, so... and it, it plays in kind of an interesting way. So it's not. You know, you don't just find out that they're related, but you basically find out that they're estranged. So that's pretty interesting that she's basically become obsessed with this thing. And so she just kind of like pushed her kid. She didn't literally push her kids away. They kind of like left. Um, But she kind of emotionally pushed them away. And so uh, their family's just kind of like broken apart, which is sad. Yeah. Um, And I will get into the family just a little bit because I know who the father is. Wait, do I? Yes. Do I know? Yes. Wait, I do know? Yes. I'm supposed to know, or I just know who well, he is? You don't know he's the father, but you've definitely seen him before. Oh, scandal. I'll, I'll do this right now. Uh, Pokey Poligio, the little uh, guy with the hat. When you first Shut go there, kind of looks like a hillbilly almost. Yeah, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I spent a lot of time at the Pelago. <laughs> He's the father. What? How do you know this? Look at his hair. It looks just like Gladian's hair. Oh, hmm. I'll have to check this out. And uh, basically, he went to the other dimension, got crazy, and then kind of just went and did his own thing, and that's where he is now. Wait, 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 wait. Is this a theory, or is this, like, canon? Yes. (laughs) 
it's a canon theory? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So I need to keep playing. Is this what you're telling me is I need to not stop? I don't actually, there's no, they haven't really fully stated, but there's a lot of theory saying that that's okay. what it is. It's a strong theory. It's not a It concern. is a very strong theory. Okay, got it. You know, what's funny is that I, I shared with you a theory that was being passed around before the game came out that was super wrong. <laughs> so I guess I can just say it now. Yes. Um, Go ahead. I think two episodes ago or the last episode, we finally talked about the Ultra Beasts. Mm-hmm. And when the first three Ultra Beasts were released, um, they looked a lot like Lily and Luzamine. And then not so much like Gladian, but the color palette was right. And so there were quite a few theories going around about how they must not just be connected, but they could possibly be Ultra Beasts. And the fact that they were separating them from normal Pokemon would be explained by the fact that these are somehow um, Pokemon that either can turn into people or confuse with people or are people who've discovered how to turn themselves into Pokemon, Mm -hmm. which could have been kind of like a Bill thing from Mm -hmm. the earliest game. Um, But that turned out to be very wrong because pretty quickly on, um, you end up seeing Lily and one of the Ultra Beasts in the same place. So, um, and you, you know that you end up learning that there's multiples of at least one of the Mm -hmm. Ultra Beasts. Yes. And that was totally wrong. (laughs) Oh, well, but I gotta say though, um, Lusamine's uh, room where she's got like the frozen Slowpoke and the frozen Pikachu. Oh. I was like, "What the fudge is going on here right oh. now?" Because I am so freaking creepy. out. Real creepy, mm-hmm. like Pokedex entry creepy. Also, remind me about Pokedex entries when we're done talking about the game. Yes, because uh, <laughs> you saw the one I shared, and I was like, "What is going on here?" Mm-hmm. I have a thing. I have a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, so after you finally like learn that Lusamine is not this nice lady that you kind of thought she yeah. was, um, <laughs> she's actually super creepy. Um, the last Island, um, which I mislabeled on here. Um, it's Pony Island, not Ula mm-hmm. Island, uh, Pony Island. And literally everything there is named Pony something. Um, yeah. which is, you know, um, Overall, what did you think of The Last Island? Like, did you like it? I have mixed feelings. Yeah. Yeah, I have mixed feelings, too. Um, it's, it's different, to say at least. It is. It's very different than the other three islands, and they do acknowledge that. Um, but I feel like they, they either needed to make it like the other islands or make it wildly different. And I don't mm-hmm. think they did either. It's kind of like in this in-between zone where I know it's supposed to feel like an underdeveloped or overtaken by nature type island, Mm -hmm. um, but it maybe felt a little too unfinished. Yeah. (laughs) Like there wasn't a whole lot to do there after you just did a ton on the other three islands. Mm -hmm. Oh. It's kind of a bummer. We uh, forgot a part. uh, Back at the Ether Paradise, it ends with uh, Lusamine and Guzma going to the other dimension. Oh, yeah. Kind of important. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. So yeah. you're then told, because uh, we get the sun or moon flute, depending on which game you have. I believe you get the opposite. Um, and, and then Lily gets a new look, which is just... Okay. She also like grows a foot, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed she, this or if I'm making this up, but she seems yeah. like she's now taller than my character, and I don't think she was before. <laughs> 
your heels are not that big. I looked. <laughs> I don't know. But it's very, very different. Mm-hmm. So now you finally go to the fourth island. You go to the Seafolk Village, which was really cool looking because you get like all these boats at these docks that are shaped after Pokemon. Oh, I wanted so much more. How cool would it be if that was an island or a village, I guess, and the boats changed? I, I know you would need to be connected to the internet pretty much all the time. Yeah. So it would have to be well, sort like of each day. Like programmed to like just bring in like a different Pokemon boat or whatever. That would be so cool. It could just it wouldn't even have to be important. It could just be a, a houseboat that's a different shape or has different people in it or something. That'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah. One could be like a shop. Uh, one could be uh, whatever, and it would have been really cool. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, I love the idea of this place that they're just sort of seafaring folk who don't really live anywhere permanently. They just dock at this village. <laughs> And if they're all at sea, there's nobody in the village. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that's pretty cool. Um, and one of the uh, boats, I can't remember which one, if you talk to someone in there, they will give you an Aerodactyl for free. Yeah, they do. I forgot about that <laughs> because it was so weird. And it's not weak. I was thinking this is going to be like, at this point in the game, all my Pokemon are between level 40 and 50 and some are higher. You know, because you're mm-hmm. you're at that point. I was like, eh, this yeah. is probably going to be something that's unusable in my party. It's like a level forty Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was weird. Uh, I just like to point out. I apologize for my yawning into the microphone. Uh, it's that's been okay. a long day. That's what I'm going to say. So <laughs> I'm trying to talk over you every time you yawn, so that nobody knows. <laughs> I got your back. <laughs> awesome teamwork. Uh exactly. Yes. So. Uh, I don't remember how this part went. Um, oh, that's right. We go find Hapu. Uh, Hapu. Hapu. I, I, I don't know. Apu uh, from Apu. The Simpsons. Apu. You fight the Apu from The Simpsons. <laughs> exactly. Uh, basic. Yeah, but we don't fight him yet. Her. Her. Sorry. My bad. I got too <laughs> caught up into all that. Uh, they tell you you got to go to the Executor Island and all that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on this island that's really short and really quick. Yes. Yeah, um, I can't remember the exact order because it's been a while since I've done this. But basically, they give you a new ride Pokemon, which is the one I refuse to tell you. Uh, You know what's funny? I told you I wasn't going to guess because I was going to be disappointed if I was right. And I should have guessed because I was right. There was no way (laughs) they were going to put so many Machamp in this game without it meaning something. There is like a Machamp in every single freaking village and city. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I sort of like, it's just, oh, they're everywhere. So I was like, it's gotta be. And I even, oh, I wish I had talked about it because there's no way to prove that I was right. I even imagined how it would work. And I was like, I bet you it's weird. And I bet you it like cradles you. And that's exactly what it was. Yes. Oh, oh, I'm, so mad uh, I didn't, I'm so mad I didn't guess. Oh. So weird, but it takes the place of the strength Pokemon yeah. HM. So it it's different. Uh, I'll give it that. Um Hapu Funny. becomes the uh uh whatever you want to call it, the uh <laughs> the kahuna. <laughs> yes, the kahuna of the island. I like that we get to see that happen. That was pretty yes. cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I'm glad they actually showed us that. That was really cool. And then you go to the Executor Island, you gotta find the other flute. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you got the sun moot in the be- sun flute in the beginning, you get the moon and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, 
and this is the Executor Island. You get to finally see the Alolan Executor, and it is huge. It's so big. You can't even see it when you're battling it all the time, depending on what you're battling it with and the angle. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it it's in the Pokédex? I I don't think I've seen it in the no, Pokédex, but I No, I haven't seen it in the box. It, it, once you capture it... it and you go to view it in the box, it literally does not fit all the way. Stop. It. <laughs> I am not even kidding. That's so funny. I did see the video of that guy trying to wash it off in Pokemon Refresh, mm-hmm. and he couldn't. Part of its head was dirty, and you can't, you can't reach it. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's like that has to be a mistake. It's got to be a mistake. <laughs> now think about that. Now, did you, Nintendo? Yeah, it was so weird. So funny though. So, um, you fight Hapu. She's a ground type. Uh, finally, um, and this was weird because you actually fight uh, you fight her before you actually do the final um, trial. Yeah, which so that was a little weird, weird because, and I guess this just depends on what your team is or your mm-hmm. party. But I, she was way harder to beat than the coma all yeah. even was for me. She took me a couple of tries. Uh, just to beat, uh, mostly because, you know, ground types, and that could pretty much just everything that I have. Yeah, she, I mean, she's she's no joke. Which, again, we, yeah. we talked about this in the last episode. I like that they're not kidding around with some of these challenges. They're, they're hard battles. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, when I finished the game, I had nearly 60 hours into it. Like, I had nearly put in 60 hours. And I was still struggling with certain battles. It's not like I spent 60 hours, and then just demolished everybody in my path. Like, yeah. I, I had to use tons of items, and they're... I mean, I know this isn't... You know, I still was probably overpowered by this statistic, but, like, I still fainted a couple times from certain battles. You know what I mean? Like, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love that. But, yeah, she's really, really difficult. Yeah. And then you do the trial, which... The trial was, again, Pony that, Island... That, that was a, final trial was a joke. I wanted it to be something really gnarly. Like, it's the last one. I wanted it to be something yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I one-shot that whole thing. It like It's not even like I have an ice type or a fairy type on me because this is the dragon trial. But, like, I just destroyed it. And I'm just like, what just happened here? Yeah. If your typing was wrong, it could be difficult. But there's so many ways for your typing to be right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, and before the final trial, uh, you meet the fairy captain lady who doesn't battle you but just gives you a fairy uh, crystal. Exactly. What is that about? Now, I don't know how much of the game you've played after the Elite Four, Mm -hmm. but if she doesn't reappear in some way, either in another game... Okay, thank goodness. Because she looks You do actually get to battle her. Oh, thank God. Because she looks awesome, and I love that she's just like this weird traveling like artist that Mm -hmm. is... And I just wanted so much more. Thank goodness. Ugh. I was so mad when she just walked away. I was like, what are you talking about? Don't go anywhere. You look cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that happens. Um, she just gives you the uh, fairy. Um, and I think we, fr- we missed the part where uh, Plume- uh, Plumeria, mm-hmm. the, one of the right-hand chicks to uh, Team Skull, gives you the poison... Yeah, people just give you stuff on this island. 
Yeah. Someone gives you a Raichu Z crystal. Someone gives you a Poison Z crystal. Someone gives you a Fairy Z crystal. Aerodactyl. An Aerodactyl. It's just everybody's getting yeah. you get to this and you get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I guess uh, it's because, so, like yeah. the next part, right? Like, there's not a whole lot on this island because the next part of this is the climax of the game. Yeah, yeah. So. so the next part is you get to the altar, you play one of the flutes, uh, and then uh, Lily plays the other flute. And then basically, if I remember correctly, uh, her Pokemon... Um, Cosmog. Nebby, yeah. Yes, Cosmog, Nebby, evolves. Uh, and you actually find out after it got used by Lusamine and Guzma to go to the other portal, it had evolved to its next stage. And then uh, evolve into the legendary that belongs to your game. Yeah, so I had Lunala, and you had uh, Solgaleo. Yes, and I had uh, Sungaleo. The Lion thing. <laughs> Solgaleo? Yes, that thing. I'm, I'm trying to... It's been a while since I played. I, I've been busy with other things, so... <laughs> This is the one problem with trying to beat the game so quickly. I haven't played in a while. That's all right. I, I'm, yes. I'm right here. I took forever, so it's cool. <laughs> so you go to the Ultra Space, and that's when you see Lusamine, who has basically combined herself with one of the Ultra Beasts. Dude, how cool did she look? That thing was awesome. I wish we could have fought her instead of her team. I know. That would have been crazy. Okay, think about this. So she basically becomes possessed by this thing called a Nihilego or Nihiligo or whatever, um, which is one of the, the jellyfish-looking things that looks like Lily. Mm-hmm. She gets possessed by this thing and ends up inside of it, and then it ends up with all these crazy tentacles. Imagine this. I know this would be crazy for a Pokemon game, but what if instead of battling a team of Pokemon, you had to knock out each one of its tentacles. Like, what if each one of its tentacles yeah. basically had, like, an HP bar, and each one of its tentacles yeah. could attack? Like, that would have been so freaking, one, surprising, yeah. and two, cool as all get out. Yeah, it would have been just like a Kingdom Hearts, almost. Oh, it would have been so good. I know. <laughs> I would love... Like, you have, like, you just send out all of your Pokemon all at once, and they just each individually attack the different tentacles, and That'd be so cool. So cool. It would have been something completely different, never before seen. But no, she's got her <laughs> own Pokemon team that you got to fight, which, of course, you just bought, fought uh, just a little bit ago back at the Ether Paradise. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, I didn't find her easy to beat, but I didn't find her super difficult to beat either. Like, she gave me a run for my money, but I was never really too worried that I was going to get knocked out. Yeah, so... Once you do to finally finally beat her and you guys leave, you get to capture the legendary Pokemon. Which you have to catch in order to advance. Really? You they actually force you to catch it? Yeah. If you knock it out, you, oh, you okay. rebattle it. So like you for whatever reason, I, I think they've done this before, but in this game, you have to catch it or else you just keep going. <laughs> I think that was the same thing in X and Y. Uh because I didn't even know because I literally just threw a quick ball the second the battle started, and I caught it. Shut up. No way. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> one shot, quick ball, done. <laughs> what did I waste all my time for? I actually, I beat it one time, and then it, it kicked me back into the battle, and then I caught it the second time. So, huh. um, 
Yeah, it was, that's that's so, that's amazing that you were able to catch it with one Pokeball. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. so. You, now this was a little weird. I, I thought it was a little weird that you actually have to go back to the third island to go for the Elite Four. Yeah, where they were on that building site. Big mountain. Um, but before you can even go any further, you got to fight Gladian again. Of course. But his uh, Type Null has finally evolved. Yes, which is cool. I liked seeing that. And then you fight uh, your rival, uh, How or Howay or however you want to say his name. I've been saying How in my head, but I don't know how you're supposed to say it. <laughs> I've been I'm assuming how, how. So we'll wait and see if he ever shows up in the anime. Yeah, he's got it right. So I hope so. You battle him, and then you go up this ice uh, mountain or snowy mountain or whatever. And this mm-hmm. is what really annoys me about this game. Tell me. We've been told about Alolan Sandshrew and Alolan Vulpix. <laughs> we don't get them until right before the Elite Four. Yeah, it's really weird that those are the first Alolan forms we learned about, right? Weren't they the very first ones? Yeah, that and Executor. Yeah, and then you don't see them until right before the Elite Four. And by that time... There's not really an incentive to catching them. Like, I didn't catch them. Yeah. I just blasted through. I mean, I'll go back. But at that point, like, I had my team ready to go. I was prepared for the Elite Four. Yeah, I would have loved to have actually had some of them on my team from the start. Yeah, that would have been cool. It would have been very cool. Yeah, it would have been great. But, yeah. <laughs> and then the Crab Roller yes. that you can easily get in the first island does not evolve until you level him up once on this mountain. Which is what I did. Okay, so I had a team of five that I had been playing most of the game with, and I mm-hmm. was think I just I <laughs> everything else had been just cycling, which we talked a little bit about with Josh last episode. There's always this sort of like last slot that he and I have. Um, and so I was like, I gotta find something. Um, and I pulled up that team building uh, website again, and I, I needed something to fit in there that wasn't going to put me over the edge anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I looked through what I had that was really low level that I could level up very quickly, that would benefit me typing-wise and whatnot. So I actually I went back and I got a crab brawler um, and then just took it with me everywhere for the last island. Um, and by the time I was fighting the Elite Four, it was like maybe level 49 or something like that. Um, Or maybe, I I think before Gladian and How, it was level 49. And so by the time I was fighting the Elite Four, it was actually a viable team member. So it worked out for me. Plus I was able to evolve it right beforehand. So that was beneficial. It learns a new move that ended up making it stronger. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. So those are my, Two gripes with this game so far is just, you know, this, those. Well, that and the whole Vicavolt thing, you have to wait till the fourth island to finally get, even though you get, like, the Robin from, like, the first island. That, even my, still. My Vicavolt was probably level 51 or something before, or my Charger Bug was probably level yeah. 51 before it evolved. Yep. Which is nuts. Same here. Nuts. So, I mean, I still used it. It was still part of my, my, um, just like my, Crabominable, which might be my favorite Pokemon name ever, Crabominable. <laughs> nice. um, but uh, yeah, it, there was so much, so much waiting. My team is so weird because 
I have two Pokemon on there who can't evolve without trading. And then I had these two Pokemon that couldn't evolve without being in a specific location. So yeah. I was just, I was playing with so much faith that these Pokemon were not going to suddenly suck when they evolved. <laughs> um, hmm. And so luckily like it, it paid off, but um, I did have to do this, the elite four in like a, a strategic order. Um, and you do get to pick, which is pretty cool. So you do find out that the elite four is a combination of what you expect and what you don't expect. So you get yeah. two kahunas and you get one of the trial captains and then you get an entirely new character, which is pretty cool. So Hala, I'm glad there's at least one new character. Yeah. I thought that was really, really neat. Um, Hala, I expected, right? Like I, I just figured he would be one of them. Olivia yeah. didn't surprise me. Um, they explain Aetherola being one with a kind of a throwaway line um, about how Nanu didn't want to do it because he's Nanu and he's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. And then they introduce Kahili, who has a cool story. And I hope, I hope that we learn more about her in the show or in the game something. or something. Yeah. Yeah, because she's really cool. Kahili is a character who was a, an island champion before the Elite Four was a thing. And then once she was mm-hmm. done on the island, she left the islands uh, to become stronger and to become a golfer. <laughs> and then when she, yeah. when she heard that uh, Kukui was putting together the Elite Four and was reaching out to people, she said, like, yeah, I totally want to do that. That'd be awesome. So she has, she's this character that we only know for however long you battle her. And she has one of the coolest stories of anybody in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And she was also the easiest to knock out, in my opinion. <laughs> I have she like was... two electric types. Oh flying, yeah. That's... So now, yeah. Now, obviously, like you said, you get to choose any order. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, when I first started, I tried Hala, and he beat me. So I'm like, okay, let me try Olivia. I had a horrible time the first time. This time should be a whole lot easier. Nope. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, let me try this one on the far right. Let's see what this is. I'm like, oh, I don't know who you are, but you use flying. Okay. Knocked <laughs> you out. Save the game. Heal up. Save again. So then I go up for the uh, ghost type. I'm like, okay. I can easily knock that out. Done. Save. Heal. And then I go up against Olivia. Knocks me out. Thankfully, I had saved after my last thing, so I restarted the game. <laughs> and I planned accordingly. And that's what I did with Olivia and Hala. So basically, it only it seemed like I had only played through the Elite Four once. Yeah. Even though I, it took me multiple tries. We've all done it. <laughs> yes. Because my strategy is save before every battle. And then if you lose, you restart. Except for the Elite Four, because everybody learned in red and blue. Well, do you do this for the Elite Four too? Yeah, yeah. This is what I do for the Elite Four. I save before every battle. What if you get stuck? <laughs> you can't leave. Then I, I just then eventually I just battle and lose. But oh, I always right. yeah. you get sent yeah. back to the Pokemon. I, I bring uh, yeah. I bring like twenty revives and twenty full restores, and I saved every single maximum revive I ever got. Yeah. Then uh, I would use the maximum revives in battle. This way, it'd only take me one turn to get all the way to full health instead of using a revive, get me to half, and then have to use a full restore next turn. 
Yep. So exactly I used what to revive some four restores out of battle. I, uh, yeah, I, similar strategy with the items, um, but I, the order that I did was completely different than yours. I did Hala first because okay. my pre-marina knows psychic mm-hmm. and my pre-marina is my highest leveled. And ah. so by that point, he might've been level like 58 or something. So like stronger than all of Hala's um, luckily, although you realize that all of them have the same exact level, except each one has one that's higher. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. I took that on first because I knew I could just like knock him out really, really fast with the psychic. And then I went to Kahili and then I went to Olivia Okay. Um, and then I went to Acerola, and I'm I'm glad I did it in the order I did it because Hala I figured would be the easiest. I figured Kahili might be the second hardest just based on what I had in my party because my party is mm-hmm. not great against flying. Um, and so I figured I would do Hala and Kahili in like a cluster, and then I would do like a massive healing that invo- evo- like involved elixirs and stuff. And then I did Olivia because I figured I could take her out okay-ish, and then mm-hmm. Acerola was the one that gave me the the hardest time. Okay, cool. So I, once you defeat... I was going to say, I both overestimated and underestimated her Palisand. Mm. I was terrified to battle her Palisand because it's weak to water, but it's also strengthened by water. Yeah. Um, and I really overestimated how strong that would be because yeah. I tried to avoid using my Primarina on it and then... At the last moment, I was like, I only have Primarina left, and like it's at half HP, and this is all I can do right now. And then I hit mm-hmm. it with the water move, and it just it was knocked out immediately. So <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like I should have just put it in right away, but <laughs> whatever. It was fine. Yeah. As long as you beat him, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So next battle. Say this right now. Yeah. Save, save, save. Sure, you have at least an hour... To, of nothing to do af- before you even start this. Make sure you have at least an hour, if not more. <laughs> because this is going... You're not going to be able to save again until afterwards. Now, normally, once you become the champion and you defeat the champion, and then, well, there's a lot of after credits. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So th- this takes a while. So... You go up to the champion's chair. You sit down. You're thinking, since this is a brand new Elite Four, you're not going to have to battle. I love anyone. that scene where you just sit down yeah. in the chair. Well, I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're champion. You don't have to battle anyone. Well, here comes Professor Kwee Mm-hmm. So he has a nice little team. He won Pokemon a starter that no one chose. Mm-hmm. He'll have the Lycanroc. He'll have an Alolan Ninetales, a Braviary, a Magnezone, and a Snorlax. Yep. Curse the Snorlax and curse the Braviary. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, Snorlax, I know why. But, oh my gosh. Also, Kukui's strategy is obnoxious. It's so mm-hmm. annoying. Because I'm assuming he does this for everybody, and it wasn't just for me, because the first Pokemon they send out is usually the same for everybody. But he sends out a Lycanroc, 
which uses Stealth Rock immediately. So every single time you send a Pokemon into battle, it automatically takes a hit. Yep. <laughs> yep. Brilliant, but a jerk. Yes. So once you defeat him, you're finally champion. And then the fun starts. The credits that go on forever. <laughs> now, I had actually... With now, fun no words. Yeah, so fun story for me. I had just started my 30-minute lunch, and I had already known I had to fight Professor Queequee. So I beat him, and I'm thinking, all right, I got 20 minutes left of my lunch break. I should be fine. And I keep going. I got to go back to work. What do I do? Mm-hmm. So I stuck, like my Game Boy into work with me, and I just kept like trying to battle it. <laughs> it just keep going and going and going until it was finally ready. And I was like, finally, save, turn off, hide. It's nuts because yeah. they, it's not even just credits. You have like a whole scene of a party that they throw for you that has no words <laughs> and it just keeps going. And then you're like, oh, great, the party's over, which means this must be over. Nope, because then there's credits with pictures well, that you can't get out of. <laughs> during the party, you get to go f- uh, capture one of the uh, Tapu Cocos. Or you get oh, to that's right. Go, you capture Tapu Coco. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty easy. I quickly just used a quick ball, one shot at it, and I was like, all right, we're done. Let's continue Jeez. this thing. I should be using quick balls on all of these weak yes, yes, legendaries. My goodness. <laughs> so I caught it. I was like, all right, sweet. You go back to the party. Can I just say, though, the one thing I liked about this was you get to see all the trial captains do, like, the Z-move poses. Yeah, I liked it because I wasn't on a time crunch, right? So, like, I was able to just sit there and watch it. But it does go forever. <laughs> and then, of course, you see, like, the... Uh, back, you see uh, Mr. Moody Pants uh, doing his in the woods or whatever. <laughs> I love that. That was my favorite scene out of the whole thing. I can't wait for him in the show. If he isn't the greatest thing ever, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> yes. He's so funny. I do like, because I didn't have to really be anywhere, I did like the pictures they were showing during the credits, but I didn't pay attention yes. to all of them. I would, like, walk away, and then I'd come back, and I'd be like, oh, that's a cool picture, and then I would walk away, and I'd come yeah. back, like, oh, that's another cool picture. Yeah, it was cool to see, like, all, like, the pictures of all the captains and mm-hmm. all everyone, just, like, see what they're doing now and whatnot, so that was cool. Um, and I think there's also a part where, like, your rival shows up and gives you a couple things, but he's like, hey, we gotta go take care of this real quick, and then... Uh, Lily's finally leaving, mm-hmm. and you find out she's going to Kanto with her mom. <gasps> okay, can we talk about this? Yes. Because this won't happen, but how cool would it be if it did happen? Remember when they said they were making, or they were releasing Pokemon on the Switch, or there was going to be some version of yes. Pokemon on the Switch? It'll probably be a port, but how cool would it be if... This, oh, I'm so mad this will never happen. If the next game that's on the Switch is actually another Kanto remake, but it's Lily in Kanto. And it's then another time passage. So, like, it's different again, but it's, like, also specifically what she's doing there. Yeah. One, they'll never do it because then you would have to play as a girl and they would never let you do that because, yeah. ew, girls. 
Um, and yeah. also, we've already gotten Kanto remakes. But if you think about the games that were on the GameCube, those were short, and this could totally be one of those. Anyway. Yes. I think they're actually re-releasing those for the new Wii device. Really? Huh. Yeah. Weird. Or not Wii, but the new Nintendo device, the thing you were just talking about. Which? Yes, the Switch. So, um, that's about it for the, uh, at least the main play. Um, I think we'll maybe do another episode later on with the after gameplay. Yeah, I was thinking we could probably like revisit it at some point after we've done a couple other... Yeah. Yeah, so this way you guys aren't getting too bored with us just talking about the game, because I like... There's the Ultra Beast capturing, there's the capturing <laughs> of the... Uh, there's uh, finding the rest of the... Uh, Zygrade, Zygarde cells and whatnot. So there's a plenty left still to do. Yeah. We'll do a status update episode. Yes. There's also the battle tree. Mm-hmm. So, yep. like I said, plenty of us for to talk about. I know next episode that we do will be a very exciting episode. Woo-woo! Because we did, uh, I, we did a survey on Twitter. Uh, what would you guys like to hear? And we had a few ideas. So I'm going to see if I can pull it up real quick up onto the Twitter account. I remember what they were. Uh, I remember them too. I just want to get like percentages oh. of like how oh, yeah, much yeah. everything was. Did I go past it? I don't know. Oh, here we go. So I asked, next episode should conclude our game coverage, which it did. Um, and I want to know what you guys wanted to hear after. I, the recommendations were History of the Pokemon World, of the host a little bit better. Hi. <laughs> um, theme song episode where we just talk about every single theme song from the anime, which would just be awesome. And then <laughs> also, obviously, other, tell us your idea. A lot of people liked all the ideas. Uh, some liked some more than the other, but it looks like after 38 votes, which is amazing in my opinion, um, history of the Pokemon World won with 53%. Yeah, that, I was really surprised. More Not than half. Won, but that half, like over half of the people, the people. <laughs> yes, 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 our people. Our people, yes. <laughs> so then we got 21% for theme song, 18 for Get to Know Your Host, and 8% for Other. I feel like Other just didn't get that many because no one really has that doesn't know what else to suggest. So I think next episode we will probably do a history of the Pokemon world. So which means I got to write down a lot of notes. I got to watch a lot of videos because the history of the Pokemon world is very extensive and really, really cool in my opinion. Yeah. I've only, I've only dabbled in Pokemon history. Um, and it's all very weird in the best way possible. Well, um, so I can I'll tell you this. It all started with an egg. Of course. <laughs> um, so that'll be that'll be a cool episode because I feel like I'm going to learn a lot so hopefully other people do too yes I, I really do hope people learn from this episode it'll give you a new understanding of the Pokemon world and some things you'll be like wow I did not even know that but that's cool <laughs> yep um, question of the day was 
who was the easiest and hardest trial captain you had to face in Sun and Moon? And obviously, the uh, Kahuna's also counted. So um, I will go first since my wife is the first one listed here. On Facebook, Dorothy Schutzel, my lovely wife, the stupid mantis. <laughs> Took too many attempts. In my opinion, everything else was pretty easy. And by that, she means the Lorantis of the grass trial. I agree. <laughs> That was very easy for me. Uh, but she had a very hard time because it kept healing itself with its stupid synthesis. Yes. But I found the trick of if you can last long enough, then eventually it'll run out of the uh, PP for the synthesis, and then you can just keep moving on. Yes. Yes. So that was my thing there. So Twitter. Uh, yeah. On Twitter, Common New Year O's at true KROs said the totem that was a pain in the butt was Lorantis <laughs> only had Hedgewick's peck to counter her. Um, and even then those Trumbeaks dot, dot, dot. And then he went on to say out of the four kahunas, Nanu, especially since at that point Hedgewick was my strongest, but she evolved into, into Decidueye making her the weakest slash most easily knocked out in battle. Hmm. Which I think was the um, reverse from us, right? Like, we talked about Nanu being one of our easiest ones. But yes. neither one of us had Decidueye, so maybe that was kind of a, a weak point in, maybe. in the team. Maybe. Um, let's see here. Shuken Shinobi said, I know she's not a trial captain, but Hapu laid waste to my team, one with, like, one Pokemon left. And I have to completely agree. She, she destroyed me a couple of times. Yep, I also agree, and so did uh, Xmas Carry Gator at Carry Clan. He just said same. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, common writer Jester at Losondro said they were all easy to me. Also helped that my team had a lot of coverage. Nice. Uh, Vince Ariola, hi Vince at Bryce uh, Packard said easiest Kiawe for me and hardest for me was Mina. Didn't have fairy counters, even uh, now don't have many. Um, John at the H-list John said, so far I still only have the demo. So that one for easiest and artist. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, a.k.a. Uchi at Anime Redneck 96 Oh, it's not a short name anymore. Biggest trial in Sun and Moon is my bank account. I'll get it someday. <laughs> we believe in you. We believe in you. Yes, and then, you. how are you doing? Are you, I know you're beat. You have time for something that'll take like four minutes that's related to Pokedex entries. Go for it. I have a game for you. <laughs> what I've done is I have found some of the weirdest Pokemon Pokedex entries, okay. and I have created some fake Pokedex entries. Okay. Is to dis to distinguish which one I made up versus which ones are real. So I have three Ooh. rounds, and there okay. are three entries each. So, without further ado, we're going to dive in, and we're going to see if you can figure out which one the fake ones are. And if you are listening to this and you are also playing, let us know if you got them right or wrong. So, okay, okay, I like this. I've taken yeah, I've taken the names out of all of them, um, so it'll just say this Pokemon a lot. Um, but other than that, I'm just going to read through them and I'll let you know. Um, 
after you guess which one is right and which one's wrong. So round one, three different entries. First one is, if a traveler is going through a desert in the thick of night, this Pokemon will follow in a ragtag group. The Pokemon are biding their time, waiting for the traveler to tire and become incapable of moving. That's one. Next one. This Pokemon hypnotizes humans and other Pokemon with a sweet lullaby. For fun, it causes its victims to sleepwalk off the edges of cliffs. <laughs> the third one. Although this Pokemon is the very picture of elegance and beauty while swimming, it is also cruel. While it spots prey, this Pokemon inserts its thin mouth into the prey's body and drains the prey of its bodily fluids. Okay. Um, third one sounds a lot like the uh, pink uh, little piranha thing. That's what it sounds like to me, at least. So I'm going to say for right now, that one's true. Um, so let's see, one and two. Um, I'm going to say number one is the fake. Uh, ah. Number two is the fake. You were right about the third one. It's... Uh... Gorobis, which is that weird pink thing uh, that like is like a weird fish with a long nose. Oh, Gorobis is actually the evolution of uh, Clamp Pearls. So I was actually thinking of a completely different Pokemon oh, that's okay. still pink, though. <laughs> well, you were right-ish, then. The first one about the desert yeah. is Cacturn. Um, I like kind of forgot about, um, and then was like, oh, this is a really weird Pokedex entry. <laughs> okay. um, no, okay. the, the one I made the one about a Pokemon luring victims to sleepwalk off the edges of cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, round two. First one is its tongue is made of gas. If licked, its victim starts shaking constantly until death eventually comes. The second one, it enwraps its prey in its hair like arms. It sings joyfully as it observes the suffering of its prey. <laughs> I'd like to remind people that 66% of all this is real. (laughs) And then the last one, this Pokemon is extremely protective of its offspring, but has a terrible temper. It has been known to lose control of its body when warding off predators, killing its babies in the process. I'm going to say the third one's fake. Ding, 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 ding. You are right. The third one is fake. Babies in Pokemon. Dude, these some of these Pokemon do weird stuff. The first one is Haunter. Called it. The the tongue. Yep. Um, and the second one is Gorgeist. So okay. That little Gorg ghost thing. A lot of these end up being ghost Pokemon because ghost Pokemon yeah. are creepy as all get out. Well, did you see the Mimikyu uh, description? Oh my gosh. I almost put that one in here, but I knew you'd know it. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. So weird. The mimic, and I guess they, they even sort of show this in the anime. I found a, a gif of it. Um, at some point in the anime, like somebody looks underneath the cloth. <laughs> it's really oh. weird. We don't get to see it, but it's the reaction is very, very extreme. Mm. So, all right. This is the I third round. See that. And you've gotten one of the rounds right and one of the rounds wrong. So this is like a tiebreaker round. Yeah, here we go. All right, round three. First one. It happened one morning. A boy with extra sensory powers awoke in bed, transformed into this Pokemon. <laughs> Number two. That's actually real. This Pokemon, has a... <laughs> this Pokemon has a. 
Number two, this Pokemon has a voracious appetite for knowledge. Scientists believe that while it should have a long lifespan, the stress that this Pokemon's brain endures from retaining so much information prevents it from living very long at all. Mm. And the third one, the soul of a woman lost on a snowy mountain possessed an icicle, becoming this Pokemon. The food it most relishes is the souls of men. <laughs> okay, so obviously that last one is probably from black and white of a certain ice-type Pokemon. Um, a certain ice cream cone or set snowflake thing. So it's one of those. Um, one and two. I, I feel like I've heard one before. I really do feel like I've heard one before. Oh, so I'm just going to go off and just say what my gut's telling me is two is the fake. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The first one about a boy waking up and being a Pokemon is Kadabra. Because yes. if you were to turn into a Pokemon, it would obviously be an evolved Pokemon. <laughs> yes. yes. So weird. Um, and that's actually from Fire Red. So I don't know. I have all like what all of these are from. Um, and then the last one is, you were on the right track, but it's actually Frostlass. Ah. Uh. Yeah. It was so weird. So, so weird. The reason this came up, by the way, is because... Um, you had tweeted a picture of one of the uh, yeah, Sun and Moon. Yeah. Um, and just said, like, who is writing these? Or, like, something like that. And uh, then I thought, you know what? This this could be a game. So. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I do enjoy this. Um, I <laughs> I do remember someone doing a video once of, like, the creepiest uh, Pokedex entries. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, again, they are very creepy. Yeah, they're super weird. I didn't even put some of them because some of the weirdest ones I figured you would know. So, uh, yeah. like, it's obviously, been a while. So, yeah, that was fun though. I, that was fun. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. If people enjoyed yeah. it, I'm I'm happy to make uh, other ones, but um, I had to. I had to because they're so creepy. <laughs> so so creepy. Anyway, have I don't know if you have anything else. Um. Uh, no, I think that's about it. If you want to do your fancy new outro. Whoa, fancy new outro. Let us know if you like it or hate it. Anyway, um, we're done. So thanks for joining us on another adventure along the Victory Road. For information on episodes and contests or to give us feedback on the show, be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at... And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and you'd like to appear on the podcast, let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to rest up. See you later. Bye.
fine production of the 4Ride Radio Network. For other great shows, check out www.4RideRadio.com. 